It's the Morning Blitz. What is this, amateur hour? Weekday mornings from 7 to 8 Mountain, 8 to 9 Central, on 1025U Rock and the Rocking M app. They handed to Corum again and makes a cut. First down. Spins and scores. Blake Corum puts Michigan on top in overtime. Williams in motion. Low snap. Melrose stopped. Michigan makes a stand and comes up with a milestone playoff victory. In the end zone, touchdown. Jalen McMillan. 19 yards and the Huskies lead for the fourth time tonight. A few highlights from this past Monday's college football playoff, national semifinals, the Rose Bowl and the Sugar Bowl. Had to make Christian's heart very happy seeing his uh, Michigan Wolverines and probably hearing those calls as well. Um, First of all, just fantastic football games. I I just I got to throw that out there. I mean, just absolutely fantastic games. Um, And that's where I want to that's where the first point I want to make on this whole ordeal and that is as much as there was a, a bunch of shade thrown and, and talking about certain things, look here, folks. The committee got it right. Those were the four teams that probably should have been playing. No offense to Florida, by the way, got absolutely pounded by Georgia the day on Saturday, 63-3 to with the third-string quarterback. With the third-string quarterback. With the third-string entire roster. They're like... I could have opted out and FSU would have posted that. Like, everyone was gone. (laughs) So, anyway, I'm just sitting here saying the committee got it right. And in the final year of four teams, we got two very, very good semifinals. Because in previous years, we've seen a lot of blowouts. In previous years, we've seen one, maybe one decent game and a big blowout. This is the first year I can remember. Last year. Last year. TCU, Michigan Upset was Michigan. electric, yeah. and um, Georgia Georgia OSU was an all time classic. Yeah, that That's was maybe great. My favorite CFP game ever. Even more than the Michigan Alabama game because boy, that one was good. Boy, that was we're a good counting, one. We're not oh, counting. We're not counting that one. That, I, I'm, not I'm, not, I'm not a Michigan. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a Michigan fan. But that game to me was great, and I love the Georgia mm. the Georgia Ohio State game. That was phenomenal. But that Alabama Michigan game. Michigan, who pretty much was stuck in neutral for the second half offensively, all of a sudden it slips into gear and they go down the field and score when it matters uh, to overcome the the special team's blunders, to almost lose it on what was... uh, I don't know who's teaching punt receptions anymore, but it drives me nuts. You put your heels on the 10, and if you have to go backwards, you don't. You get out of the way, and you let the ball roll into the end zone more than likely. I understand there's a chance it could check up, and you might have to be at the one. Michigan just about lost that game because some guy decided, I'm going to just keep dropping back and dropping back. I'm going to catch it at the round the two. Oh, fumble it, and then luckily get out of the end zone because the safety would have lost it on him. That would have been absolutely horrific. You want to talk about heartbreak from a fan base. That would have been absolute, absolute heartbreak. There are nice wrinkles you talk about, like, Oh, Hoxie's depth versus Colby's experience. Every game in every sport has these little wrinkles within it. And Alabama's offensive line versus Michigan's special teams was a great little wrinkle of who could lose the game for them harder. That was impressive to watch. Um, I think Jalen Milrose probably not thrilled uh, with the amount of protection of the time he got, but throwing for 116 in a playoff game is crazy to me. 
Yeah, I, I wasn't counting this game in my, you know, I was saying Georgia OSU was my top only because this holds a special place in my heart. That was, I've watched a lot of losing football in my life and a lot of Michigan losing football in my life. And I know there's all kinds of controversy and people will love to put an asterisk near this win and maybe this whole season, the greatest season ever vacated. But it was nice to win one. It really was. And what a, oh my gosh, to come back the way they did. Roman Wilson, that, you remember that catch late in the ball game coming down the stretch, they're driving and JJ's pass gets tipped. A, B, it's, you know, it's a big, it's not just, you know, a little fingertip on it. It's a big offensive or a big defensive lineman from Alabama getting a mid up there smacks this thing and it's still spiraling how that happens I because it went right between you. he was, if you make a peace sign the ball went right between his finger and middle finger is in his pointer finger and middle and it just I believe and me, it just I saw spun it right times. through it <laughs> but how it how it kept spinning the way it did I don't know because of that extra extra high Roman Wilson had to make a great catch that essentially was if he doesn't come down with that ball it might be six coming the other way at the very least it's a game-ending uh, pick. I was jumping around, um, trying to be as quiet as possible, not to get a, a notice from my neighbors for the large majority of this game. Uh, I had I had a lot of fun. I had it was nice. It was nice. We had a lot of fun watching it uh, back home in Nebraska with my folks and some family members who were watching the game. It was a lot of fun. Uh, really enjoyed the game. It was very, very, it was, like I said, getting overtime and to have Coram rumble his way for the touchdown, which some people have talked about, you know, the advantages to win the coin toss and put your defense on the field first. Look, there's advantages to that. There's also advantages to putting your offense on the field first. There's no pressure on the, there's no pressure when you put the offense out there first. Just get points. Because then all the pressure falls to the other team. They have to score either a field goal or a touchdown. Then, then all the pressure falls on them, especially if you don't get the defensive stop. A, yes, it worked out in Michigan's favor that time. And Blake Corum, that run gives him the all-time lead uh, for touchdown runs in Michigan history in his career. Dude. Um, And that's a long, long history for Michigan. So that's very impressive. But I will say, you put your offense out there first, and it's it's a long fourth down that you would go for maybe if you knew you needed a touchdown, but you settle for three. And then the pressure is absolutely on the defense, not on the other team to get a stop. You know you need to keep them out of the end zone or the game is lost. And because you start on the 25, you have a field goal in your back pocket, essentially, if you're the other team. I think I think you definitely would rather start your defense out there. I, I'm not disagreeing. I'm, I'm not disagreeing with that statement. I'm just saying I just don't think it's the, the percentages of – you have to win the coin toss in order to win. I just don't feel like I feel like over the previous years I've seen more teams that get the ball for that have to go score first. You know, they get it done. They find a way. And they put that pressure on the opposing team's offense to score a touchdown. And that's some pressure against some teams that have pretty good defense like Michigan. And the the, the bottom line is college football's overtime is three billion times better than the NFL's, and we can just leave it at that. So it's just three times better. So it's it's a that's, whole lot better. That's not even not a even debate. a debate. Yes, so it's fantastic. Uh, but Michigan advances. And by the way, the play for the touched, the fourth down play for Alabama. Watch that film. Watch that <laughs> film a couple times. Jalen Milrow <laughs> needed more patience. He needed to take that. The way the run was supposed to set up was you were supposed to kind of run towards the line of scrimmage, maybe take a like one big power step 
and then plant your right foot and then cut to the left and follow your pulling tackle. They pulled the right tackle all the way across the back of the formation. They had a hole there because the Michigan defensive end came a little bit too far upfield. I mean, it was going to be trouble. Uh, but Milrow just said, I'm just going to run right behind the right guard. And Michigan's defensive line really stood tall, um, especially as the game wore on and give them a lot of credit. And uh, Like I said, 27-20 in overtime, a great game and a great win for Michigan. Awful play call, I think, period. But especially with how well the defensive line for Michigan had played in that game and your offensive line was struggling, I think bad play call, period. That being said, a little bit to his bent, not to his benefit, um, you know, in his defense, very low snap again. So Jalen really yep. had to do some digging down there just to get the ball off the turf. Uh, not to say that he wasn't patient, because you're right. There was a hole there if he had found a way to cut that outside. That's probably six, and we're watching double overtime. That being said, it's it's not easy to have to look down, scrape that thing off the turf, and then have patience to, you know, figure out your blocking in front of you, which was bad. Well, and honestly, those type of plays, you probably you want to give your quarterback you want to give you want to give options. Right there, that there was no option. It was, hey, take the ball and run. Which, don't get me wrong, he's, he's been your, probably your most consistent offensive threat second half of the season if you're Jalen Milrow. But what you probably want to do is, okay, we're going to roll the pocket to one direction or the other. We're going to have a rub route or a pick route on something so that you have the option to throw if nothing's there, then take off and run, get to the pylon, cut inside, something like that. That's a hard play to defend if you're a defense. So, yeah, probably not the best call in the world. Doesn't matter. Michigan gets the win. They're on to the college football championship where they're going to take on Washington, who literally tried to give it away to Texas. <laughs> I mean, you, I, I thought it was over, Christian. I did. I had written down in my notes, this game is over. It's done. And then Washington, instead of taking a knee with a minute three left on the game clock, gives it to the running back who gets hurt, can't get off the field. They got to stop the clock for the injured player. And that gives them a whole extra 40 seconds. Texas takes it all the way down the field. And they get a one second left, which if you're a Husker fan, you know Texas in one second, how that makes you feel really badly. Uh, and then they throw a ball, but it's deflected and bad out of bounds. Washington holds on to win 37-31. Here's my biggest takeaway from this game, Christian, is that Michael Penix Jr. earned himself a bag because I think we knew he was a good quarterback. Now he's moving up draft boards left and right. I mean, Caleb Williams, we know, is probably going to be that number one pick, but I think Michael Penix is going to be number two, and I don't think he's going to be very far behind. He is good. That southpaw is really good. He can move in the pocket. He can run a little bit, and he's a great throw. And boy, my dad and I were watching the game. We're just like, look at him zip that ball in there. I mean, it comes out of his hand, and it's a, it's a bullet. He has got, and it's such a tight spiral, and he's got some great touch on his passes as well. He really is a phenomenal quarterback. And that was my biggest takeaway from this game was Washington just had a little bit better quarterback play than Texas, and that was the six points difference, in my opinion. Yeah, at the end of the day, first off, zip. Love the word, but that's a, that's a watching it with your dad word. I'll put it like zip. that. <laughs> zip. Boy, never heard of putting that zip, one in there zip on me. the ball? No, no, I have. Oh, I have. Love that word. Uh Quinn Ewers ended with 318 uh, passing yards, but a lot of that was kind of frantic at the end. The large majority of this game, he struggled. And I think you're absolutely right. Michael Penix is probably the third quarterback off the board, I would guess, behind Drake May. 
oh, and Caleb well, Williams. I don't know. I think he um, might have surpassed Drake May. Maybe. I think that's a ridiculous statement. That being said, I think he's very good. I think more than that, I had a text. I have got a group chat full of, of Michigan uh, fans, of course, from back home, including one who was actually at the Rose Bowl game. Uh, awesome. And there was a text uh, late that night after this game finished that said something along the lines of, that dude's scary. I don't want to play him. Uh, Michael Penix was, I mean, he's done it all season long. He has by far, I would say, maybe just behind May, the best deep ball accuracy in this draft. He's incredible. The The kid was putting things in windows that just, you, they don't look like small windows because of how good the throw was, if that makes sense. He's, every catch, it seems like, was in stride and perfectly placed. He was electric. He was great. Yeah, they really did try to give it away at the end, though. I was, I was <laughs> sweating it out. Oh, man. I, I wanted, I wanted, you know, as I said in the show last week, I said I wanted Washington to win. That was, and I picked them to win, and I really wanted them to win. And I picked Alabama to win, but I, I was hoping Michigan to win. So I, I got the national title game I was hoping for. Uh, but yeah, that was they tried to give it away. But boy, I look, so, I look so forward to Monday night, Michigan, Washington. Mm. I, I know it's not sexy, but how about this? There's going to be a national champion. Is that not sexy? People not like that. Well, because it's not SEC. It's not in the South. I mean, here's the thing. Two Big Ten teams. Not only that, Christian, which is great for the Big Ten Conference, by the way, but if you there's a stat somewhere, and you may have to look it up. I, I don't have top of my head, but you know how many of the national championships in, co- in college athletics are won south of the Mason-Dixon line or where mm. they all reside? Folks, a national title is going to result way north of the Mason-Dixon line because both those teams are up in the northern parts of the United States. It's great for college football because you want— there's, it's been so South dominated for so long now for the last years. You got to try to start finding way to expanding it further north so you get more teams in. And hopefully the playoff, the expanded playoff, will help you do that a little bit. But it's it's just good to see some do, some new blood. I love seeing new blood in it. And this are definitely two teams with some new blood. And I look forward to that Monday night game and seeing how it all shakes out. I really do. I look forward to it quite a the, bit. Michigan is pretty heavy favorites. I don't know if you saw that. That surprised What's me. What's the line? Bit, what is the line? I haven't seen the line. Uh, last I checked, it was four and a half. Now up to five. Um, now up to five. Is it up Oof. to five? That's crazy to me, to be honest yep. with you. I'm t- it's a two-point um, game. I thought Washington looked very scary. I thought they looked very good. I thought, if anything, this is like a minus two and a half type game, which essentially, if you're a better, is a toss-up because that's just under a field goal. I'm very excited for it. I'll be sweating out in my Michigan jersey, you know, nervous the whole time. We might have to get together and watch that game. You might have to come over and we have to watch that game. We might have to do that. We'll we'll have to talk about that as we get close to the weekend. All right, let's get to a break. Uh, When we come back, uh, plenty more to get to. We got to touch on Colby Community College basketball stuff. We'll also get you an update on the picks when we get back from this break as well. You're listening to The Morning Blitz.